0: Hey guys, this is Ndebusi here, and welcome again to our podcast, Reframed by Mustard, in which we, an Africa-focused venture agency, explore topics weekly with the intent of reframing the current thinking about ventures, initiatives, and brands. Celebrities getting involved in startups may have sounded like a marketing stunt a decade ago, but Ashton Kutcher's 35 VC exits since 2010, Nasa's close to 100x return from Coinbase's IPO, and Dr. Dre and Gwyneth Paltrow's founder successes of Beats and Goop, respectively, has caused many to rethink. Today, many celebrities are involved in VC with varying degrees of success. But, with it still being a relatively new phenomenon in the world's most mature startup ecosystem, the US, is it still too early for collaborations between celebs and tech to work in Africa? And if not, how could they work? what could their successes look like Andrew and myself will discuss this and more in today's podcast I hope you enjoy and get insights from today's conversation as well as our others and if you do please please do us a favour by following and rating us on your podcast player of choice and sharing this podcast with others doing both of these things will help us massively and we will thank you from a distance but for now I will leave you with today's podcast so what i guess okay the thing that comes to my mind right so the thing is it's like i look at it this way i look at this. i had this conversation with a guy ages ago um he was from he was an egyptian or he is an egyptian he basically said i said to him what are so you know we're at mustard duh, 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 duh. he was interested in what we do he was actually somebody who works in a and r so um artists and repertoire in a small kind of call it studio slash talent agency so i said to him um we're trying to build global brands that stem from africa right we're trying to do that and basically there aren't in my opinion right there aren't any consumer brands really kind of globally resonating consumer brands that have come out of the continent right and so he said you know he said bs I can think of some. And he gave me some, some some that were really interesting, right? And and I wouldn't say they were global. So it's so actually probably one of the most interesting. I, I To my shame, I forget the, the name. It was Egyptian, but it was one of those kind of very high-end luxury, you know, the kind of stuff that, like, they might be in Harrods or something like that, right? But it's just, like, to be fair, one of the things that I did say is I do think that there are certain people on the continent Um, And I think kind of like what comes to mind a little bit as well is like, like Nisha and stuff like that. Right. Who founded industry Africa. There are some companies that are founded by African founders that kind of do a little bit well. um, But I found that actually they're like, especially in this space of like super high end, super premium retail, let's say, or like confectionaries, they tend to be founded by women who've got super, like, really detailed, really good taste. And they've, you know, worked in and around that kind of space before. So they're definitely not mass market. They're not consumer. They might see them in Harrods. They might drop somewhere in, like, Harvey Nichols or something like that, right? But but I said, look, I'm talking about, like, really, like, moving um, brands. So let's think of, you know, maybe if you're talking about high-end niche, more supreme than... You know, uh, 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 Fortnum and Masons or something like that, right? So anyway, he went round and round, and we were talking through things. He also touched on MTN, which I was like, with all due respect, no American would say um, no American would say AT and T is a brand that we're that we're passionate about, or nobody, no, nobody in in the UK would say BT, right? So then we went round and round and round, and eventually, what happened is he said, "Ah, I think I know what you mean when you talk about guys who are or or." or brands that really move individuals move people and he said i can think of a brand and i said hit me and he said mo seller and i said yeah now now in my opinion you're talking right so it's kind of like this thing of celebrities in my in my mind i think what he kind of what that kind of anecdote points to me which i may have said before is the biggest brands on the continent, in my opinion, they're individuals, right? They're the guys, you know, they're Afrobeats guys, they're the guys in music, in Amapiano, you know, they're guys in film, in the media. And these are guys who's literally their daily bread depends on um, being relevant, being popular, and yeah, basically being able to hold something up and have people buy it, right? Or people resonate with it. But um, these guys are not normally, I think you've got a a growing number of them being ambassadors, um, especially in the Nigerian context. But they're not kind of almost in the same way as maybe what's going on in the US now. They're not necessarily on as a wave of them starting VC funds, they're not, you know, as a major wave kind of being seen in the media, investing in tech companies or getting involved in limited to that degree. So it's like, you know, there's 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 a few of them now that decided to back stuff right especially in music um using their own funds and otherwise but i guess what is what is going on in you know how can these guys leverage themselves um in and around the startup space is it only their money is there other things they can add? And like what is that relationship between between celebrities and and, and African tech at the moment? In particular, probably a, African celebrities, but also, I mean, if Jay-Z's doing something, yeah, like like what is the relationship at the moment? What's going on?
1: Yeah. So it's a, it's a super interesting topic. And I see it from two perspectives, right? So there's things I like about it, celebrities in tech and in venture, and there's things that I'm wary of. On the positive side, looking at Silicon Valley and these sort of mature venture ecosystems, I think there's, there's a couple of things that celebrities can bring to the table when it works out well, uh, accountability and credibility in the sense that presumably, accountability. yeah. In the sense that presumably it, a lot of the startups that come across your desk, if you're a VC, you see, if you're an established VC, you see what dozens of opportunities every day. These are perfect strangers. Maybe they come through referrals, but you don't usually know them. Mm. And if there's somebody who's well-known, has a high profile, has attached their name to it, there's accountability in the sense that if people are going to run away with the money or do something very dodgy or just perform poorly, presumably that celebrity doesn't want to attach their name usually to something that they don't think is going to work so they've got something at stake which is their reputation which is really all they have oftentimes or it's at least most of what they have so there's maybe a level of comfort that an investor can get if there's a well-known celebrity attached to something because they've got skin in the game they've got their reputation in the game you know you're unlikely to have somebody run off with the cash or embezzle it or whatever the case may be not always shout out to Fire Festival and the Rules <sighs> of the world but but typically speaking it ticks a box of okay you know there's some accountability there credibility for the same reason in that presumably a respected celebrity doesn't want to attach their name to something that's going to tank either um mm-hmm. or at least that's not going to that's going to tank for the wrong reasons um startups fail all the time but you know there's startups that fail for good reasons startups that fail for bad reasons so You'd think that if somebody who's high profile attaches their name, the assumption is that they've done a little bit of homework or someone's done homework on their behalf. And so, wow, if X person is involved in this, then there must be something to it. Again, doesn't always play that way. Right. And then the most obvious, so those are the first two for me accountability and credibility. Then there's marketing and visibility, right? Which mm-hmm. is what people usually attribute to celebrities in venture or in business. They can mm-hmm. leverage their profile and help the brand of the venture that they're investing in sometimes that comes for free sometimes it comes for equity sometimes they just do that and then have sweat equity they don't actually invest any money but they become a face of the venture again there's positives and negatives to that which we can get into right but accountability credibility and visibility for me are the main reasons that you might want to involve celebrities in a venture because that helps with cap raise and then it also helps with growth mm. in theory, right? And you've mentioned some of these examples from Silicon Valley where you've got, you know, actors like Ryan Reynolds, who's in gin, aviation gin and telecoms and Mint Mobile. Uh, he owns Wrexham Football Club. Yes, and then, some other I, dude, yeah. Yeah, and he's he's heavy at the front of these, right? You can see this guy's involved. He seems to know exactly what's happening with these businesses. He seems to be the creative lead on these um on the marketing campaigns and he's single-handedly actually essentially single-handedly raised the profile of at least mint mobile and aviation gym for instance he's brilliant right and even mm. Rexon for poor club which i've never no heard of outside of Rexon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um so that's an example of where it works well right um and then there's a whole host of rappers and musicians doing the same thing you mentioned jay-z and his venture fund nas has a venture fund uh, Queensbridge yeah. Capital, Serena Williams has just launched one. Shaq, Kevin Durant, Carmelo Bro, Anthony,
0: everyone, everyone and their dog seems to have a venture fund. Um,
1: Ex- exactly, literally. But But I think even amongst those groups, right? There's Snoop has one, but I think amongst those groups, there's those celebrities who are really what they're offering is their celebrity and their reach and the visibility. Mm. And then there are those that I think are surrounding themselves with real expertise, right? I'm not suggesting that those people we've mentioned now aren't doing that. But they are people that are very visibly taking a granular and substantive interest in venture. And they're mm. not just saying, let me know, I need to pitch up at the studio, they're actually studying and understanding and surrounding themselves and learn with with experts and learning and taking an active interest in the portfolio. And I would put someone like Andre Guadalla, the NBA player, at the top God. of that list, I think he's the most credible one of the most credible celebrities at the moment that are involved in venture and credible from a venture standpoint. Mm. And um, he, I mean, he started something called the Players Tech Summit in the NBA, Uh right, which is now an annual event, where NBA players come, and they start to understand what, you know, there's, there's startups that pitch, there are presentations, there are there's networking involved. And if you look at what he says on some of these panels that he's in, you can tell that this guy is really taking it very, very, very seriously. And Mm -hmm. he understands the substance of venture and he understands the detail on his portfolios. So he's focused now apparently on things like blockchain and crypto and NFTs, but he's also on things like Jumia, right? He's on the board, at least of Jumia, which is the New York Stock Exchange listed Africa focused FinTech. So not not a lot of people know that, right? So for him, he's not bringing celebrity necessarily to it he's bringing access yes he's bringing visibility but he's bringing a lot more i think than simply m- his name and likeness yeah to the scenario yeah. right um and then you mentioned some of the our own uh, on the african continent some of our own celebrities particularly musicians starting to get increasingly involved in early stage and it'll be interesting to see If that same split happens, how many of them are simply name and likeness? Let me know when the check comes in versus, Hey, I'm actually structuring something here that I want to build real value in, and I'm going to be hands-on and involved. I'm not saying one's necessarily bad and the other one is good, but I think that from a startup standpoint and from a founder standpoint, you need to be very realistic about what you're getting from any celebrity involvement. Cause it also comes with downside, right? Mm. You like any endorsement if you're heavily reliant on an individual who's high profile well then your fortunes can go up and down with the fortunes of that individual right somebody gets caught doing something dodgy or you know controversial and then suddenly you've wrapped up your entire marketing campaign and profile and image and narrative around this individual true, who true. was also just a person right also A lot of celebrities come with massive ego they come with um, a lot of entitlement they're high maintenance and they're not necessarily bringing a lot to the table always right Mm. so i think those are some of the pros and cons that i see around the celebrity sort of involvement i think overall in the african context it's a good thing because it brings awareness it can bring some energy and some uh, some hype towards um the ecosystem and towards specific companies but There's some downsides to that, right? So here's what I like. I like when they partner with seasoned operators in tech and venture, because it raises the likelihood that these startups will actually work. Um, I like that they, when they don't only rely on their star power, but they're also looking at some, bringing something else to the table and they're hands on and active, um, I don't love when they they, they're hobbyists you know Mm. and they're kind of just doing it because we've just come through a massive bull market 10 plus years of cheap debt which has fueled insane valuations and everyone's Mm. got a tech startup or a VC fund let me also get one because what happens then is fine they might lose money but if they have high profile failures it's the only thing you ever invested in and it was high profile and you invest or you invested in seven Subpar, suboptimal startups, and they all failed. Now we're going to start hearing that. Mm. We don't hear you just made some dumb decisions and invested in really poor startups or made some assumption that didn't pan out. You just hear, "Oof, this guy lost his shirt
0: investing in African tech startup." Fine, I see. So it ends up, but so basically, the the negative story as, 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 associate. So the negative startup story um connected, which is almost amplified, would be amplified by somebody who has presence. And therefore, if basically somebody, you know, who you know, WizKid makes a thirty million dollar fund, he invests eighty percent of it into however many companies that actually tank and he basically is unable to return capital or returns an absolute loss all of a sudden. Hey, you know, that well, that's a leading story with WizKid being a leading figure. And that now shapes the market. Is that what you're trying to say?
1: It could. For, in, for instance, for instance, for and, and we should probably just put a disclaimer out here that when we mention celebrity names, we're using yeah. them as a hypothetical. Suppositions. Example.
0: Unless unless we literally say, so for example, the person I did want to bring up is Ashton Kutcher, right? Because you said Andre Goodala is probably, you know, one of the best. And I I've in heard sports. about in sports. Fine. Okay, fine. Well, like Ashton Kutcher, for example. <clears throat> so He started supposedly in 2010, co founding A Grade Investments, and he turned in six years, he turned 30 million to 250, right? And the thing I know about is his sound ventures, um, which is now, I think that's what that's his main gig now, early stage uh, to growth and late stage, right? But in his A Grade Investments, the 2010 vehicle, his investments include Spotify, Airbnb, Skype, and Uber, right? Now, clearly, we probably have to say, as you said, there's going to be, there would have been people around him who kind of, um, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to take anything away from him. I'm sure he he would have had some say, if not some final say and veto power, because, you know, he's name's attached to it. But he would not have gone in by himself. I'm sure he hasn't. And there would have been some other VCs who, you know, were alongside, who basically... But at the end of the day, it's a dark heart, and also he's learned. His and clearly, I would almost say Ashwin Kutcher to my knowledge, he's more a VC now than he is an actor, because I haven't really seen him in that much, right? And clearly he's making his money there. But here's my question, right? Um, As you said, everyone and their dog is in, like, like some people that I didn't even know would be in it. Like, yes, Serena Williams, I heard of that. I heard of her. Um, You know, Katy Perry, didn't know she was an, an investor and stuff. That's news to me. Nas, yes. Jared Leto, Literally, I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on an article here. Robert Downey Jr. I guess it makes sense in terms of angel investment. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow, I did know. Like she's got this. She's even made. She's even turned the entrepreneur. She's got. Is it?
1: Yeah. Lupo, goop. goop Goop? They were. Yeah. like, which is just, she's an operator though. She's an operator. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is doing she... like
0: crazy well, supposedly. Right. But here's my yeah. question, right? Are we? um and devil's advocate question to you um so so what when we're talking about people going into you know uh, artists now trying to invest right and again this is at least the stuff that we know and obviously let's be honest there would have been an art there would have been a, a, an American artist investing prior to um prior to 2010 right you, you can think that right like s- somebody's going to have some cash they're going to put money in but in terms of like almost like as the as the stories and the tales grow, so the stories are kind of growing a little bit now. Like Zagadat Capital, from by Mister Mister Easy, I know they did like a, quite a large. I think it was a 10m investment into I think it was PowerPay or something. Um, I what do can see? So we can see, uh, obviously, you know, Black Coffee has been known to have been in, invested in Andela and stuff like that. But here's the question: is 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 it a kind of Like why, why aren't more celebrities, African celebrities, doing it? Um, And yeah, why aren't more African celebrities doing it? But would they not? Would the ecosystem not, in your opinion, be in a better place if the African celebrities did that? And I've got another other question, which I'm just going to throw them all in if african investors if african celebrities got involved could some of these ventures do the thing that i really want ventures to do and we would really want ventures to do in mustard could some of them leave the continent right and 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 look at other people because these guys we're talking about they have influence outside of the boundaries of 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 the continent of africa right so yeah what what, what why now what, what why not you know like, like like why and also again we're not talking about everyone's doing it now right we're talking about I think the stories are of a few individuals, right? Yeah. Relative okay. to the whole let's, talent base.
1: Let's be very honest. A lot of celebrities in general and African celebrities in particular don't have net worths that are as high as their profile. True story. Right? True story. You, you can be very, very well-known breakout artist and actually you ha- the money hasn't hit yet, you know? So I think that's part of the reason is mm. you need to
0: fairly
1: you need a fairly significant pool of quote-unquote dry powder money that you can afford to risk and lose in order to be a real angel investor yeah because it doesn't really make sense to invest in one two three four five startups given the failure rates it's a high high risk high reward business you can do that it's fine but if you're going to be Try to increase the odds of your success. You really need to build a portfolio over time. You need capital for follow on rounds. You need co-investors. It's a quite a steep learning curve. There's a high failure rate. And so if you've just now made five, 10 mil, you know, how much of that do you really want to put into any wealth manager would say, well, hang on, (laughs) you know what I mean? Okay. You can take five, 500,000 of that or a million of that. Maybe you can go and risk Mm -hmm. in, in early stage venture. Wait, how far does that get you? Okay. In the African continent, you might be writing 10, 20 K checks, but also these celebrities, they want to operate at a certain octane because they're used to operating at a certain altitude, right? And so if you're cutting a 10, 20 K check, what is that? The kind of startup these guys are looking for. They're trying to invest in Andela and whomever else. Usually they want to come in with probably bigger checks and then do they have the knowledge and the network? To actually understand what startup investment is how it works how it unfolds what the different stages are how these trajectories actually go forward do you have people who have time and bandwidth to actually and expertise to manage that portfolio usually you don't Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of our celebrities don't yet have that balance or where they do have the balance don't necessarily have the exposure and the network to be able to make success of it so then either they don't invest or even worse, they'll invest in one startup that happens to come across their desk and it fails and they say, I'm not in the startups anymore,
0: mm.
1: you know, um, not appreciating the fact that, yeah, it was, yeah, there's 90% of these will fail, but you only need one to to do really, really well for you to True. return your, to get your ROI. Right. So for me, I think part of it is that Hollywood and American celebrities have just started off with a much, much, much higher Revenue base, earnings base, asset base. And so then they can risk more. And so then they do risk more. Mm. I, I also think in the States, a lot of these celebrities, they're actually being guided by their wealth managers. And so their wealth manager might say, Hey, whoever you're not necessarily, you've not been in startup before. You've not been in VC. You know, I've put you 90% in us treasury mm. and 5% in real estate. Actually, you've hit a threshold where I think you need some exposure that's a bit more high risk, bit more high reward. I'm going to put you into some startups. Okay, thanks, Donald. What startup should I look at? Well, here's a couple of startups we think you should do. You know, I don't think wealth managers on the African continent are yet themselves actually even looking at early stage. Right. So yeah, I think there's, there's so true. who's a, so you know unless you have a natural instinct and inclination to do it as a celebrity or a high net worth. You know, you're not really going to be advised to actually take exposure to early stage, typically by your institutional
0: advisors. You know, what, that's a really fair point, because because I was going to come up with something which I which I do think. So so I think you make a financial. How can I say it? A financial advice or an advisory point, right? Because actually, to my knowledge, as I uh, as I've spoken to somebody else as well, it's um, you know wealth management and let's say even uh, maybe you wouldn't call it family office, maybe for 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 uh, for a celebrity, right? But wealth management on a continent in itself is is still a growing industry, right? Family offices for sure, right? Still a growing industry. Um, I'm even. Um, you know, there are conversations, even I know that are going on, with, which themselves would be quite new. Where there were conversations about, um, um, so for example, even, even some of the ultra high net worths on the continent who are served by, let's say, some Swiss and uh, um, um, American and other kind of you know, and we're talking about the big banks and the big wealth managers, right? Even like they're quite, they can be quite low down on their on their on their kind of to do list, right? And actually, in particular, I'm speaking of somebody at a, a particular firm who I spoke to, who was even saying that actually, you know, in these in these departments, what they would do is they'd advise them on pretty safe things, such as real estate, and they would advise plans. them, right? And it, or this person will say, actually real estate in la right so so that's one thing so 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 here's the thing right
1: just on that point yeah go on so as you know I'm part of a group that's just started a multi-family office here in London which is focused yep. on exactly that problem yeah right um, and as you know as well we've been talking about you know mustard kind of tie-ups and and possibilities around collaboration with that and it's exactly as you say it is around you have to have a lot of money to get the attention of Credit Suisse that's true. or UBS yeah, and then you have to allocate a lot of that money to them. yeah, And unless you're putting in hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, it's the intern that's going to be calling you <laughs> once a year, passing <laughs> you out for not having more money invested with them and then telling you how your unit trusts have done. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. There's a massive gap, I think, for those who are ultra high net worth on our continent. They struggle, I think, to get the attention that they want from the sort of wealth managers that have access to global tech and startup opportunities that are serious. And then even if they do take them on, those guys are usually not going to really know about the next hot African startup. That's
0: true. And 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 also let let's be very clear, right? Um, with all due respect, uh, going back to what you said before, when we talk about these ultra high net worths that can deploy this amount or or, 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 or add to the AUM of Credit Suisse in the hundreds of millions, with all due respect, I really doubt these are gonna be African celebrities, right? I don't think they're gonna have they're gonna be liquid or, or have assets to, to to that amount to put that in. But 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 I like what you said in terms of like so for example, right? If I look at Nas and I look at Ashton Kutcher, right? Actually, if I look at all of these guys that are down here, one thing that I find out, and I and I tend to know this from from you know some of the celebrities I've I've worked with or spoken to, et cetera, like I wouldn't be surprised if many of their philosophies are very like very kind of like if they care a lot about the intangibles, which includes the intangibles that we care about, which is brands, right? So for example, Ashton Kutcher, as he said, he invested in Spotify, Airbnb, Skype, Uber, right? He's now interested. He also invested in the well-being app Calm, right? And he's now looking at blockchains and NFT stuff, right? NFT is obviously very, very hot. It's got a bit of a brand in itself now, NFTs, right? Um, uh, Nas with Queensbridge, he invested in uh, Lyft, Coinbase, and Dropbox, right? He also invested in House Party. Since 2014, and you know, I think Coinbase—he made a lot of money from it. And it's like, when you look for, and even if you look at someone like, for example, Oprah Winfrey, right? Uh, and also, if you look at um, even Snoop Dogg, who's investing in, you know, kind of like uh, we don't call it cannabis. What do you call them now?
1: It's cannabis oil. Ca- can cannabis can- Ca- can- oil?
0: Cannabinoids, cannabinoids, cannabinoids or something like that.
1: Yeah, something like that. Right. So basically, cannabis, basically, right? Yeah.
0: Um, But but like they're very without without the fun stuff. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But like, and also Gwyneth Paltrow, right? She's got, um, she, uh, what did she do? She invested in an interior design platform, right? And she's got, as you said, Gup, et cetera, which is kind of like women's fashion, right? These people, like, they're investing in things. If it's early stage, it's stuff they resonate with. And they're resonating with, to be honest, the story and the brand. Simple as that, right? Uh, that is their media. But then afterwards, uh, just final, just find another point, it's like, if it is, all right, we're going to get in, you know, let's say pre-IPO or just pre-IPO in Coinbase, it's a bank that's going to give you access to that. It's not going to be, our, you know, my twin brother's um, in-law's cousin. Who's gonna who's gonna connect you to 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 the founders of Dropbox or Coinbase pre IPO? E,
1: hmm. Okay, two two comments. One is I agree that they resonate with the story and the brand. Then there is a small section of celebrity investors, Silicon Valley, America based, that resonate with the story and the brand, but also see a way that they can influence the trajectory of the actual startup. Based on what they've been involved in previously. Yeah. So sm- I'm talking about, group. for instance, a small group. But I think the Gwyneth Paltrows are part of that group. Yeah. Right, where, where she's also an operator. Um. Uh. Ryan Reynolds is an operator, because he's taken his mm. kind of quirky brand of comedy. To help the marketing of these brands that he's yeah, invested in. Yeah. True. True. Pro the pro athletes looking at things like esports and sports NFTs. Yep. Or the musicians looking at something like music tech and music
0: startup, or, or Dr. Dre, who did Beats by Well. Yeah, exactly. Co-founder, mm-hmm. probably more so than investor. But I get, it. yeah, yeah, I do what you mean
1: it, right. So, so I think those are also, um, you know, but you're right. That is a probably a smaller group. Most a lot of them, it is really resonate with the narr- the story, resonate with the brand. I think this ties in with my reputation and my brand and my shtick yeah. as a celebrity. So therefore, yes, let's do it. I think this is going to be good for me. It'll be good for the startup. And then some of them also say, hey, you know what? I think I can actually put my foot down on the accelerator here or put my foot on the scales or whatever metaphor you want to use mm. um, and actually help to drive forward the trajectory of the startup. You know, So I, I actually think that's probably a good way for African celebrities that may not necessarily have as much liquidity. Mm. but can help to influence the trajectory of the startup they're backing simply by being who they are and doing what they do.
0: Mm. No, I agree. I agree. And and it's that thing, right? Like it's the value add. Let's be honest. When we're talking about, actually to be honest, if I just, if I'm on this little, this thing that I found that, 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 that this list that I found, right. Um, the people on it, Serena Williams, Will Smith, Katy Perry, maybe slightly less so, but still there. Ashton Kutcher, Snoop Dogg, Oprah Winfrey, Nas, Jared Leto, Robert Downey Jr., Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, they're massive. They're nothing short of massive, right? These guys are OGs in their realm. Um, they're going to be liquid to some degree, right? I, I also would not put them... I wouldn't put any of them, at least pre-VC, I don't know what they're doing now. I wouldn't put any of them in the hundred millions of dollars ultra high net worth bracket either i still wouldn't i 20 million a movie doesn't necessarily mean you got 100 mil
1: yeah some Pre-VC. of those names some Pre-VC. of those names some of those names are documented as having hundreds of millions but a lot of them aren't you right yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and definitely because that like, Nas, i think is like he's like a billionaire now yeah i, I don't but
1: I, like i haven't <laughs> texted him in a while so i don't know where <laughs> right, right exactly but um but yeah you're right and in any event even if you are worth 100 million you're not investing 100
0: million and correct 100 right? 100 right that's the difference right so yeah yeah these guys won't put it in there but i think that when you look at the value add i mean for example oprah win three right what did they used to say basically when she did her book club if you get on a book club it's basically gonna be a bestseller right she holds it up this is a really good book i read it it was great da, 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 da. like basically cue for you know the bookstores to to be sold out, right? So I think there's a massive value add with the audiences that they have. And the question also we got to look at is, yes, there's the liquidity of Africa of, of African celebrities, but actually, you know, like the person who just became a celebrity yesterday, right? I'm trying to think of a, not an A-D list, but like an up-and-coming American, you know, or actor who's big in Hollywood, where, wherever they're from that person is i'm thinking of that this this french guy who's in or he's he's got a french name he's in dune or something like that right um i can't remember his name but i would be surprised if he's got a vc firm. and 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 actually if he was a a investor angel investor to some degree because he's probably got some cash he just did dune right and did quite a few other films he's probably got some cash if he had some cash and he's putting something in i don't think especially it's typical. Let's say a typical YC backed, pretty bullish, YC and Sequoia Capital backed, bullish, um, founder led tech company, he's probably not going to look at him and say, like, you can add that much value. Yeah. Right. So, so, so do we also have the problem of the fact that actually, um, yeah, our guys are big, WizKid's big, but like, how, how big is, how big is big? Like we're talking about here, right? Like, like, is he, can we put WizKid and, and Jay-Z in the same bracket. Can we put, you know, uh, Burner Boy? And, you know, we, and this is no disrespect at all. To these, and in some of these areas, these are like, like they were signed by these American guys, right? So like, I you know they're still kind of getting there, right? So so, so could that be the issue as well? Or, or can't we say that in, in the Africa space, actually their value add could be really significant?
1: yeah this is the point right exactly so we shouldn't be able to I think maybe a lot of these celebrities think well for me to get involved in an early stage venture I need to have a certain amount of money because I got to add cash in addition to whatever else I'm bringing to the table that's the traditional VC model but as you and I know well there are so many other ways that you can leverage the brand equity of these celebrities and the audience of these celebrities not just on the continent but increasingly globally, initially in diaspora, and then also just beyond the diaspora, looking at Afrobeat stars in the States, et cetera, that is probably more than they could ever afford to invest. Right. Mm. And you can actually, if you have the right team to build and you yeah. have the right team to craft and marshal the story and the brand around them, and you have all the fundamentals in place, actually, you might say, look, don't worry about the money, mm. you know, your involvement in this under the following rubric is way more valuable yeah but you don't want to fall into the trap of hey all we need is your name and likeness we'll take it from here because that invariably
0: fails yeah and your name and likeness ends up being put on something that maybe you prefer it to not be put on maybe exactly right um but 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 i guess in 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 some of these things right i'm probably saying this on both sides like i'm feeling like there is a the both sides know their brand well enough and their intangible value well enough to even go into a deal right and that, that that's the founder who might take or seek investment from them like you know you know uh, you know what we say about brand thinking on the continent we basically say it's 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 basically like it would be on life support life support if it ever was alive right but it's basically at zero right so yeah. so like why would i so so actually if the brand thinking is low right um I, let's give let's give um so so here's my thinking right i think the brand thinking could be low on the founder side which then means that
1: you unpack that a bit more
0: so so what i mean by brand thinking is low is like you're not you know your your thoughts right what has consumed the creation of your application or creation of your product right or your company is the product the market of the product and the operations and processes of the company right uh the fact that it 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 is it needs to be wrapped around something right so something needs to be wrapped around it colors a logo visual identity is a, is an afterthought right so in that your yeah. your belief your belief is that the way i'm going to grow this company and win is by being the cheapest fastest most efficient etc cetera, etc cetera, et cetera, right and if i can get x percent of the market by doing that then fantastic right so that's what i mean about more more like functional thinking aside from of course we need a good product right but um let's say in the early days we can probably get away with a beta product or, or an mvp if we have the if we have the the messaging the logo the visual identity the user experience if it's a software app right or the um, the ergonomics and the f- look and feel if it's um, if it's a, 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 a physical product that will resonate with our with our audience basically right um, and then if we have that and we focus in on that the product and what we stand for and what we do will speak for itself and those who actually naturally resonate towards it will probably come towards it and then obviously we know that we're gonna continue because it's part of our brand, our brand our brand is it's part of our brand to have a good product for the product to be reliable. So we know we're gonna work on that as well. But there's almost like a in I like to say inside out kind of thing, uh kind of thinking, right? So if somebody's thinking functionally, they're selling functionally based on numbers, that might not two two things. One might not really pique the interest of of somebody who lives and dies by the intangibles and their brand. Um But also that founder may not, may not, so so that's one. Um, But then afterwards, that other, that other celebrity, right? If what the founder wants is essentially marketing, right? Could that celebrity be, might they, uh, essentially might they in that respect, let's say they look at the numbers and, and, and how fast they're growing or, or that they're growing at all, the celebrity may not know and not and yeah, may not know how to operationally help them grow and in that respect take a step back. So so it's almost like what am I trying to say here? There's I feel like there's a marriage that makes sense, right? And I think the ideal marriage, especially if you, if operationally you can't bring that much, right, or you don't feel like you can bring that much, I know what, even if you can, the best marriage, the best fit is going to be, you know what, I don't care whether it's Jay-Z, whether it's Burner Boy, whether it's, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Black Coffee, right, this product, like, I understand the brand of that celebrity, the brand of that celebrity, right, resonates. In my opinion, will resonate with the brand and the look and feel we're going for. So therefore, there's a marriage, and there's a and, and there's a there's a marriage there that can work, right? So I almost feel like if I put it around this way, it's like, you know, we talk about there's smart investors and dumb investors, right? Dumb investors is just 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 give me the cash and sit, you know sit on the cap table and we'll, we'll, we'll call you when we've gone through the rounds, right? Um, smart investor is, hey, you know what? It would be really awesome if we can go into China, right? Let's find a Chinese investor who is in our industry in China and knows enough about our industry and knows enough about the context context in our industry who so, um, to basically believe that he can grow our company in China, right? He invests cash and then after he then also adds value to grow a company in China because it's in his interest and he knows how to do that. I feel like celebrities are natural, like the best way to use them is as smart investors. And that even the smart investment might not be, it might not be they're actually doing something operationally, but it might be that this is so aligned with their brand that if, so for example, if I've got a clothing or a homeware brand or something like that, if I get Gwyneth Paltrow to invest, even if she's not operationally helping out, I think the press release of that in itself would make, like her audience um, and people who resonate with her, look at that and probably buy into it. Does that make
1: sense? Yeah, even if they're not bringing you into China, right? (laughs) What they're doing is they're unlocking an audience or a niche that's strategically aligned with what they've been doing. Mm
0: -hmm. And I think Mm -hmm. that
1: is a smart investment. You know, if you say, hey, I'm a former NBA basketball player and I'm investing in an esports brand. I'm going to put down three mil in your pre Series A, and I'm going to work over the next two years to get this plugged into half of the NBA teams, for instance. True, right? true, true. Um, or I'll speak to the commissioner to see if we can't, you know, I mean it's his company's, uh, but you get uh, my point, right? It's yeah. it's one of those where in your way, you're unlocking your niche and your niche audience for the benefit of the venture investing. And that's that's smart money. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um and so you're strategic in the way that you pick the startups that you back. And you know exactly what you think you can bring to the table other than cash, even if you're not there structuring the deals or yeah, yeah, yeah. engineering cross-border expansion. But
0: but 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 could I? Sorry to interrupt. Could I put it this way, right? Because we're looking at the here. I agree with what you're saying, but you're leading with the with the uh, celebrity. Could it be right if we make some assumptions? Let's make assumption that the celebrities, as you said, which I agree with maybe not all of them or many of them are not yet at that level where they have the commercial uh, 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 people around them who are seeking out deals for them, right? Maybe could the onus be put on or should we be putting the onus on the founder, right? And and does this add to my brand thinking, uh, like low brand thinking uh, message, but like if a founder understands their story and understands their fit, could they not go, to and seek out the celebrity who they know one would resonate with it but two because of where they operate it will be such an easy like like the job for them to grow their audience or grow their consumer base will be so easy that it almost makes it a no-brainer do you know did you get what i'm saying
1: so i do i was just looking up something here quickly i'm trying to find the latest stats on the percentage of startups that fail I think it's about, I think it's still about 80%. So and 20% fail in year one and then 60% fine. fail within three years. So the reason I bring that up is we focused a lot so far <laughs> I have on the risk for the founder of involving a celebrity, but there's a massive, probably bigger risk for the celebrity yeah, yeah, attributing themselves to a founder. That's true. So I think this is also another reason that this is an issue and it ties into what you're saying earlier on. If I've worked five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years to build up my name, and it's it, I've been in pretty much in control of mm. my, my brand, my reputation, what I'm doing. Now, you're asking me to lend my name, which I've worked very hard to build, to some business that's 80% likely to fail within three years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Also, I can't really be the face of 20 startups in my portfolio. That's true. Otherwise, I dilute my brand. Yeah and maybe even come into conflicts of interest and things of that nature. Mm. So what I'm more likely to do as a celebrity that wants to bring my profile to help a startup is go for a proven, tested, mature, advanced, quote unquote, no brainer, True. which further prevents me from getting involved at the earliest stage where it's most interesting, unless as we've seen a lot of these celebrities do, I'm attaching my name to a VC fund, which is run by professional VCs. Yeah on my behalf, and or I'm actually incubating and starting the startup that I'm actually lending my likeness to from Mm, the very beginning with people who can help me build this brand because it de-risks the reputational fallout that can be associated with, hey, here's a fintech company out of Malawi or Zambia or whatever. Mm. Um, This is the next hot thing. You should put your your name and a face behind this, and maybe you can push it on your socials. And then yeah. they're going. And then three months later it failed, you know? Yeah.
0: And, and he, now, does does he take down the social posts or <laughs> does he right, leave? Now what we do?
1: It's his orcs for everybody. Yeah. So, so there's more risk, presumably, on the celebrity side of attaching their names to to the startup, especially if you're trying to build a portfolio. And there are some structural issues around that, which I think it does actually push. If we want more African celebrity involvement, if we do, mm. Want more African celebrity involvement in early stage venture? What interesting structures can we use to de-risk it for them, and to de-risk mm. it for the founders, and to make it actually enticing? Because let's be frank, eighty percent of these things will fail within three years.
0: Yeah, and 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 so no, that's a that's honestly that's an awesome point, and I think that's essentially. Let's be honest. Like, even even the most liquid, you know, let's zoom in in Africa, right? Um, 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 because they'll have, we'll, we'll, they'll be similar or worse statistics, right? Um, even the most uh, he wants a cocksure liquid African investor. He sorry, excuse me, yeah, even the even yeah, the. You mute yourself while you laugh. Oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have to put it all on me, right? So, so even 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 such even such an African um, an African celebrity, right? So, so even in this case, it's like like you have worked, you have got uh, a leg up by Jay Z, um, you know, some other dude, or if you're a footballer, some football academy, or what have you um you've now worked x years to get where you are and yeah not only you put in your hard-earned cash which of which you don't have as much as maybe people think into it but you're also if you're unless yeah, unless there's something behind it or unless you're just a silent investor with, with a small amount and you're actually gonna uh, restrict uh, or keep confidential your involvement to some degree you are actually with each investment you are putting your brand I won't say on the line but you're definitely you're definitely I don't know how to say it I don't want to say you're putting your brand on line but you are
1: you're increasing your exposure right your risk exposure
0: you're risking your you're risking an element of your brand yeah right um and, and 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 so so I almost want to go back to that thing of like like you said the structures, right, to make it make sense for celebrities, but I also really include, and I think even more so than the structures, right? If I, if I, you know, at least to some of the celebrities I know, and, and look, let's be honest, celebrities, when, when we're talking about sports, in particular, when we're talking about music, films, the arts, media, right? These are all creative industries that require you to, to some degree, be in touch with your emotions and to get concepts and to try to manifest concepts in some uh, using some medium, right? So it could be a song, could be a film, etc. So these are people who they are, they have been successful um, uh, 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 essentially talking about stories, um, um, imagining stories and uh, communicating stories right? Um, it is in the founders' interests, right? Especially when the economic base um, of the continent is not, you know, as in, how many exits have we had? Oh, Not a lot, right? Um, you know, uh, um, which, what stock exchange, you know, what's the path to exit, right? Oh, really, we talk about acquisition, because we're really not talking about putting anything on Nigerian stock exchange or otherwise, right? So, I'm gonna put money in. How am I gonna get money out, right? Um, and 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 links to that is is this company gonna be successful? Okay. Yeah,
1: or, and or at the very least, is it not gonna
0: blow up, go up in smoke? Yeah, in a very embarrassing fire festival, as you said. wait right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jaru's lived that down, right? He's. I mean, he, he. I mean, he wasn't. It's not the. It's not the naughties, right? So he's not doing his every little thing that we do. But like, you know. <laughs> He, I don't think he he didn't go to jail at least, so that's that's that that's one thing, right?
1: So he didn't go to jail. That's something to celebrate. If that is the silver lining, he didn't go to jail. For celebrities, then yeah, yeah it was an yeah. uphill battle.
0: But 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 it's it's I guess it's this way, and it goes back to what we say, right? Um If you want somebody to bet their money and probably more important as you said right um a bit of their reputation on what you're doing it needs to resonate and these are people who who you know their medium their communication is resonance right and if you get them and it resonates with them they're going to make it resonate with their audience because their audience tends to resonate with what they resonate with right so i really do think like Behind all of this, especially at the at the level and a place that you know where the continent is, um, aside from going to do exactly what Diageo does, which is pony up half a mil to get you know a celebrity uh, to hold up um, Guinness at a concert, aside from just sheer cash, which essentially is you, you'll get when you're you know much later, much more developed. Um, when probably the artist is not going to be liquid enough to really put a put a dent on your cap table, and where you probably don't even want the artist to put a dent on your cap table, so it just becomes a brand ambassador who you pay money to, right? If you're really talking about growing with the person or getting their cash and getting their value early on, narratives is the language they speak. So, it it it. I guess it's look. Everyone can take a punt, everyone can do what have you, but essentially you always need to know the audience you're speaking to. And if the audience you're speaking to is in a creative space and they are a brand, um, it's like attracts like, and 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 a brand is gonna attract a brand. And so if we're calling the biggest brands on the continent, the people that are in our music, film, sports, and media and entertainment industries, then if we want to attract them um, early stage or at any point where really they can add value um, we're going to have to build build brands as founders
1: 100 percent. and if i can add two more pillars maybe there are three pillars to attracting and incentivizing more celebrity involvement in particularly the african early stage venture scene i think it starts with resonance as you said and that really means the story does the story resonate with them to interest them? Then it's alignment. Can we align what the celebrity is already doing and what they want to be doing with the journey of the startup and where they're going, who they're trying to target, where they're trying to grow the marketing channels they're trying to use yeah. and the messaging and, and again, story that they're trying to put out. Is it natural alignment with that? And also if the celebrity is actually going to be more of a co-founder. Can you align them with an operator, for instance, that mm. makes sense so that there's somebody who's looking after the fundamentals, bread and butter, financing, growth, sales, funnels, HR, etc., where there's alignment there, right? So that you can use the celebrity strengths and also cover their weaknesses. And then thirdly, I would say structure mm. is the structure of their involvement designed to get the best out of them. And also get the best out of them for their own benefit and also for the benefit of the actual business itself. So maybe the celebrity is very high profile, not super liquid, and you can come to some sort of sweat equity structure. Maybe they're both liquid and they have a lot of, well, they don't necessarily have that high profile mm. uh, or it's a, a, a waning profile. And so there's some combination of, of, of money and then also access. But I think resonance, alignment and structure need to be really designed mm. to attract and to suit a specific celebrity. And so yeah. I think that that means that celebrities on one side and then also the startup founders on the other side don't just pick someone famous. But yeah, we gotta pick somebody pick where the dude, right? There, there's or, resonance or pick the dude and there's alignment and the structure makes sense. And then I think we'll start to see more more involvement from celebrities in, in African early stage venture.
0: 100 percent hundred percent And also just, just lastly on that, because I agree that is really the best thing I think to be a genuine brand is is build those things, but don't build those things with a celebrity in mind. Build those things genuinely for you and then look at look around you and say who's a celebrity. For whom it will make sense, and I think that's it. But 100% agree with you. 100% agree with what you're saying. Um, but yeah, let's let's try to see if we can, if over over the next years, we can see more uh, more celebrities uh, uh, investing in companies. I think.
1: Well, that sounds like you're teeing up for a sequel. Uh, uh- <laughs> that sounds like you're, you're teasing something space. that's already happening
0: watch this space watch this space <laughs> but each of them as you know can add value to each other right the founder can add value to the celebrity or the company can add value to the celebrity and celebrity can add value to the to, to the founder but yeah definitely watch this space let's see if we can get some celebrities on these uh on these podcasts maybe who have founded stuff um, who knows maybe who knows? Well, have another day <laughs>